Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSE Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, a Limerick man who's recently won an Author of the Month award has launched a new book. It's called Delphine. Bill Bradshaw was originally from County Limerick, from Rathkeel, and he released his new award-winning horror novel for sale online and in Crescent Bookshop this morning. And Bill is uh, living in Clare these days. He's on the line. Good morning to you, Bill. How are you doing? Good morning, Joe. Just enjoying the microwave tea here. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Listen, tell us about the, I love this, Fear of the Year Award. Well, that, that's actually the, uh, the script, the, 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 the film script version of the book. Uh, the screenplay was written. It went on to the International Film Festival Circuit. It won a Best Screenplay Award in Tokyo. Uh, it won a Best Screenplay Award in Estonia. And then it went into uh, what was called the Festivals for Horror in Toronto. And the winning script of the year is called The Fear of the Year. So I actually got a statuette, the whole gambit. It was, it was wonderful. Fantastic. And um, Fear of the Year for, for Delphine. Nice. Uh, and tell us about Delphine then, the novel. Delphine tells the story of a lady called Laura Brady. Um, when we first meet her, she's just turned 50. She has grown up almost all of her life in Burlington, Ontario, in Canada. and uh, But she knows that she was born in Ireland. She knows she was born in the west of Ireland um, to a family who gave her away at the age of three. She was given away to relatives who raised her really well. They were as supportive as they could be. But they never, ever discussed Ireland, and they never discussed what happened. So she's been kind of disconnected from the world for most of her life. Um, she's an author. It's the eve of the launch of a new book, and she's contacted by a retirement poem in the west of Ireland called St. Gabriel's to say that a patient there, a very frail old woman, has given her name as next of kin. And for the first time in her life, she has a focus point. So she drops everything, book launch, the whole lot, and makes her way to Ireland to find out what happened all those years ago. And that's what Delphine's about. Right. And there's a bit of fear and horror in there, right? Well, there's 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 a history there. There's a reason she was given away. And the origins of her story begin in 1914 at the outbreak of World War One, And a very young Edward Brady, who was her grandfather, who um, went off to war and um, experienced something in Gallipoli that changed all their lives forever. And the book really flip-flops in time. It starts out in 2019 with Laura Brady. It goes back to 2014, so we meet Edward and Anna, who are husband and wife, and then we look at the generations of that family throughout that 100 years and brings us back up to 2019. So it it moves in time, and, and you get to see the generations of particularly the women in one family. Yeah. We're chatting to Limerick man Bill Bradshaw about uh, his new book, Delphine. Um, we were chatting about this at home, actually, because uh, uh, we were watching some horror film clips uh, last weekend and I was saying, oh, I, I just can't take them. I, I just can't take horror at all. I just, it's hands over the eyes, just cannot deal with it at all. The other half, you know, finds the scare 
quite attractive. And a lot of people do, don't they? There is something in us, in a lot of us at least, who like to be frightened or to feel that spine-tingling feeling when you're reading a book late at night and every creak around you scares you. Well, for me... First and foremost, you know, horror conjures up all sorts of, of bloody images, and most horror movies today are gorefests. But I was lucky in one sense. I mean, I'm getting older, and every time I look in the bar, I, I look away. But in one sense, I'm lucky that I grew up in the 70s, and the 70s was probably the greatest ever time for horror, not just for, for literature, but for film. You had The Exorcist, and you had The Omen, uh, The Changeling, you had Stephen King's Salem's Lot, you had Jaws. All those incredible books and films, and and they were they were well layered stories. They were well developed characters. It wasn't just shock value stuff. It was stuff that stayed with you for such a long time afterwards. And when I wrote Delphine, I really really wanted to be able to say to myself at the end of it, I did that. Um, it's creepy. It's scary. Not because of shock moments. It's creepy because the entire concept lends itself to it and I would never have given the book to a publisher if the answer to that wasn't yes I'm very confident I did that um, so for people who enjoy being scared uh, Delphine worked perfectly well Right. I don't know if there's something in the water in West Limerick because uh, obviously you'd be aware of Darren Shan, of course, uh, who sure. uh, writes course, yeah. horror novels ma- mainly aimed at young adults but has done some sure. uh, adult ones as well. Um, uh, there's yourself and, of course, we have a thriving arts community across the city and county um, in any case. The only thing I would say is, are we not living through a bit of a horror movie right now with COVID-19? Well, I, I, I'm not going to give too, too much away, but but COVID-19 is, has a significant stake in my book, and I won't say any more than that. In Delphine? Um, it is, yes. And uh, I'm, I'm so looking forward to people coming back and discussing that. But um, we are living through a horror at the moment. I mean, we are. This is not a movie. This doesn't end in 90 minutes. You don't close the last page on COVID-19. We have no idea how long this is going to last. We don't know. I mean, I was supposed to be going on holidays this year, and the same as thousands and tens of thousands of people across the country, it was cancelled. And we said, well, we'll look, there's always next year. I thought, well, is there next year? Is there a point in six months' time when this is all going to go away? I can't see that happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I, and I can't imagine the world... But you know, kind of the new norm. I don't, I don't, I don't accept that this is the new norm. I think we're, we're struggling through. This is almost like the blitz. It's almost like living through war times. And, but you know, you know, it's going to end. So, yeah, but I mean, if someone had said to me in 2019, as 2019 ended, uh, you know, Joe, for quite a while, this is as good as it's going to get. I would have thought, oh, I don't know, was 2019 really that great? Now I look back at it and go, wow, what a year. <laughs> Well, we've, this is something we've never experienced before. I mean, we go back. I know that I know that there was the um, the outbreak in in, in in the early 1900s, uh, the Spanish flu. But but in our lifetime, in the in the memory of every practically every living person on the planet, this is a new for us. Like I'm sitting outside the present shopping centre right now. I'm sitting in the car because I have books on shelves in there. Thankfully, thank you, Serena, for taking those books. But I'm sitting out here in my car and I've got my mask in front of me. And the very second I get out of the car, I'm going to have to put on that mask. 
and it's uncomfortable. And I've, I've listened to your show and I listened to about that thousand shot. And that's really distressing. Of course, it's terribly distressing because children don't understand. But it is the reality of the world we live in. And yeah. it isn't just Ireland. It's the world we live in. Yeah, yeah, you're so right. Um, and, and Bill, as I mentioned, you're a Limerick native. Tell us a little bit about your background. I'm from Rakeel. Um, grew up in, 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 a, in, a, in a brilliant, bustling, vibrant, colourful West Limerick town in the 70s and the 80s. I remember Rakeel when we had the swimming pool when it was a kind of, a, you know, summers where it had a carnival atmosphere, a very productive town, um, great place to grow up. Um, I, I left Rakeel in 1984. I <clears throat> went to college in McConnell Avenue. Uh, it was the Marine Radio and Radar School at the time. Um, left Ireland and went to the UK and I worked for British Telecom for some time. Worked for British Telecom for about two years and then decided that, that I'd, made a, I'd made a career mistake. It wasn't for me. It just wasn't for me. I wasn't a technically minded person and and I went on to do other things. So I became a prison officer. I worked in Mount Jai Prison in Dublin. I was there for about 20 years. And then I transferred back down to Limerick and I worked in Limerick Prison for the last couple of years of my service. And an opportunity came up in 2012 and I took it and I took an early I was going to say early release an early retirement and um, I, I I decided I was going to devote myself to writing, and I've written two books since then. I've done very well, so 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 that's really where I'm at. I, I still go back to it. You know, my two best friends in the world, my brother Jared and my cousin Mag, live out that way, and uh, I still I still love to see Rathkeel, but it's a very changed town, and the house that I grew up in has been sold, and it's starting to fall down, and and none of us like to see those things, unfortunately. Yeah, well, I have a special place in my heart for Rathkeel um, myself for family reasons. Um, I, I, and, I mean, when when you do that compare and contrast, talk, talk to me a bit about that, Bill. Well, I mean, I, I, I'd gone for a while. You know, I, I, I was, as I said, I was working in Mountjoy Prison in Dublin and I lived in Dublin for 19, 20 years. And life took over. I, I you know, I, I had a son, a daughter and a son. And and Rakeel wasn't always on my mind, and I, and I hadn't come back in quite some time. And uh, and I came back. I decided one day, this is it. I'm going to go back to 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 to, to see family in the town. And I drove into the town, and there were so many windows boarded up. And I'd never seen that. I like it just wasn't the place that I knew. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't. The, I mean, Rakeel still has a very vibrant community. I know, and just and somebody you'll know, I'm sure who has been so supportive of me as a writer as Seamus Hogan at West Limerick. Mm, yeah. And, you know, Seamus, Seamus is, is just the greatest ambassador in the world for Rakeel. And I, and, I, and I love his passion. But it's a different town to me now than it was when, when I was growing up. But then I'm a different person as well. You know, I, I, you know I'm, not, I'm not from the town anymore. You know, generations of people have grown up that I wouldn't know, probably wouldn't know me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the town in my book is a town called Drummachine, fictional town, very heavily based on Rocky. Right, in Delphine. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, Bill, thank you so much for chatting to us this morning. I really enjoyed that. Uh, the book is for sale in Crescent Bookshop, and you can also get it online and other places. Uh, the very best of luck with it, and to thank you uh, for your time this morning, uh, Bill Bradshaw, uh, Limerick man, and uh, his book is Delphine. 
Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSE Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives.